You know, there's a special mojo that's felt during those moments when human beings genuinely share who they are. When you see a songwriter who deeply believes and has lived the words that they're singing, it's the kind of magic that hushes a noisy room or sends shivers down your spine. I'm here to explore just that. What is it exactly that makes that kind of magic moment happen? Greetings, folks. My name is Michael Averill, and this is the Write Songs You Love podcast. I'll be right back to talk about inventing a holiday. But first, a little something about instincts. Uncertain who you are And how you come this far Worry can leave his shoes Your feet will find the truth times your fate will shine trust the signs and take a leap and follow your feet Trust the signs 
lights Your fate will shine Through cloudy times Follow your feet Feels relaxing to play a little live off the floor. Haven't done that for quite a long time. So I wanted to share that with you. That is a song I put on my very, very first recording release that came out just about exactly 10 years ago. And that's a song called Follow Your Feet that was written, ultimately it ended up being inspired by my sister-in-law and a way her perspective on on life and the way that, that she likes to look at leading life but that message and that kind of practice of following your feet has everything to do with instincts and trusting those instincts and about a month ago when actually yeah just over a month ago when we were in the thick of the teacup challenge. There was a day where the assignment was to write something for Valentine's Day. And I remember waking up that morning and trying to figure out what I was going to do. And in the meantime, I I looked up my on just on my I just opened my email and there was a blog from Seth Godin. And if you're someone who subscribes to his blog, you know that it shows up in your email every single day. And I highly recommend it. They're always really poignant thoughts and and some some stick out to me more than others. And this was one of those days where the message that he shared had everything to do with creating your own holiday. And it was all about, you know, if if you couldn't invent a holiday, what what would it be and why and who would it be for and so on and so forth. So I loved that idea so much so that I gave that as a songwriting challenge to my one song challenge group that I currently have running. And I also took that on because I had never tried to do that. And I sat on it all week long and I thought about it and thought about it and I'm like, oh, I don't know what kind of holiday I would make. I thought it would be easy right off the bat, but it wasn't until the day of the session where we were supposed to share songs, it all kind of came and hit me. And having that this last week, that a particular week that was just a lot of computer time, I think I just felt the fatigue and burn of, of looking at a screen so many hours. And when I thought of a holiday, the, the only thing that came to mind was just like, oh, I just 
can't look at a screen anymore. So that then made me think about, hmm, maybe that could be a cool holiday. Some, some the holiday where you don't actually look at any screen for a full 24 hours. And I was playing around with different ideas for that of what to call it, either a uh, no screen day or a screen free day. Either way, I'd love to hear from, from all of you if you prefer one or the other, and maybe we could make this official. But I decided as a birthday experience, my birthday was last Wednesday, but I didn't end up really hanging out with family or doing anything until the following Sunday. And so the Sunday, I decided that I wanted to do kind of an adventure day. And that's essentially what follow your feet really symbolizes for me. Uh, a number of years ago, I did this three-day experiment of just following my feet. And what I mean by that is just going out for, for a few days and just allowing my thoughts and inner compass just to decide and where I, what, where I was going to go and what I was going to do. And it like very, very, very simply, just if I was walking down the street and I felt like I wanted to turn left, I would just turn left and go down that road and didn't have to have a reason why. It's just, just an experiment of, okay, this is what I feel like right now. I'm going to do that. And if I met somebody on the street that felt like I could share something or talk to or just say hello, then I would. And I would just lead that way and end up where I ended up. So these days became pretty life-changing for me. And there's there's a whole other story about this specific activity that I shared with Amira Gad on her podcast called Serendipities to Success. And that will be out in the future. And I'll link back to that one. But there's to, to summarize that, the, sh the short of it is that there's some pretty magical things that happen if you go about your day that way in any capacity, if you can. If you can even go out for like five or 10 minutes and just do something like that in your day, it's pretty neat to see what happens. So I hadn't done something like that in a long, long, long time, not really. And ever since moving to Kelowna, where we are now, uh, I hadn't really tried a day like that. So I thought Sunday would be kind of a nice celebration of my birthday just to, to go out and do a little walkabout around town. And I would also team that up with not taking a phone or not looking at any screens whatsoever. So I started off the day and it was just funny how, how many things I have linked to screens, like my alarm clock is on a screen, uh, your phone is on a screen, all of these things. So I, I let people know that I'm, I'm not going to be looking at my phone and for anything other than if I have an emergency. And uh, I was going to have dinner with my family in the evening, but I wasn't sure exactly when I'd get there. So I said, I'll just, I'll just make my way there <laughs> and I'll see you when I get there. But throughout the day, I got to tell you, it was really interesting to see how many times I instinctively wanted to grab my phone, either for for certain moments that I, I witnessed, like I, I discovered some new cafes and new places that were literally in alleys, alleyways that I would never have found. You would never see from the street side or driving, but just through the instinct of wanting to walk down certain alleyways, I ended up finding all these really cool shops and businesses. I uh, ended up going to 
a record shop. And I've, I've actually been looking to buy a CD, a very particular CD, uh, one of my favorite Jack Johnson albums that I haven't been able to find. And I wanted the C- CD for a particular purpose, but I had been looking around the city and it just wasn't available anywhere. And I actually went, I saw this record shop that I'd walked by and I thought, well, I'll go try again one more time. Let's just see. They said they could order it for me. So maybe I'll just put in the order. So boom, I go over to the record shop. I'm like, hey, do you have this album? And they're like, yeah, we've got one coffee. I couldn't believe it. I was like, yes, got it. So grabbed that album, carried on. I went uh, downtown to this bookstore just to search out for a couple of books that I had in mind. And then I ended up seeing a good friend who's also an amazing songwriter and who's in this community named Bill Arnett. His, uh, his book, Gone Viking 2, is, was in the front window of, of this bookstore. And I just thought that was just such a cool sight to see, just his book among all these amazing, amazing books that were, you know, the bestsellers or the top, top ones out there. And it just was a, a really cool thing to kind of just celebrate in the moment. And I thought about taking a picture and sending it to Bill, but I'm like, ah, I can't. Maybe I'll just, I'll just have to remember and I'll, I'll tell him later. And in that moment, I noticed it was like my brain started activating differently again. It was like, okay, file that in a special place that you, you want to share, as opposed to just the momentary blip, blip, click, click, send, and it's gone, you know. Anyway, just throughout that day, I, I, I walked all over town. I must have walked, I don't know, somewhere between a half marathon and a full marathon worth of distance, just taken in the sights and and just catching some really cool moments. And and there are some particular times where I know I had this instinct to, to often to, to grab from my phone to take a picture of this thing. But if I had done that, I would have not been able to witness the the moment in itself, like for, for its fullness of what it was. But, and if, you know, trying to get a picture, I would have would have not really gotten a great picture out of it. So it kind of sacrificed the experience as well as got a crappy picture. <laughs> and one of those times was there's this moment I was walking around the old track that I used to train at and compete at. And just out of nowhere, there's this, like this huge red-tailed hawk came whoom, like swooping down to, to grab like a little, a little rodent or, or something. It was hunting and it, it was like right in front of me. And I was just amazed at just seeing the size of this bird and just to see it in action this way. And then and then it flew off and I thought, wow, what a pretty spectacular nature moment. But uh, but again, yeah, if I had, if I had tried to reach and done the thing, then I would have missed that experience. But I just met so many cool people, had some really just nice conversations with people at cafes, uh, sitting outside in the sunshine. All of these things were just a really, really great experience. So, but one one of the funny things is when I got back to where my family was for dinner, <laughs> every single person wanted to show me something on their phone. And whether it was just like a funny picture or if it was just like something going on with trying to figure out some settings or or whatever. And it was kind of, it became kind of comical because I... <laughs> I would resist. I'd be like, no. I'd raise my hands over my eyes and be like, ah, I can't. No screen day. No screen day. And 
<laughs> if it was a photo, I'd, I'd just clip, have my hands over my eyes and be like, describe it to me. <laughs> but it was funny seeing how everybody was trying to react to that. And like, again, just these other creative centers that were starting to just be fired up again because screens and, and whatnot do take a large capacity of our, of our brain workings away, which I guess, you know, can be good for lots of efficient ways, but it actually felt really exciting and rejuvenating to have my mind working on very simple tasks again, but just in a different way. And actually, one thing I noticed is just my perception of time of that day really shifted. I usually, you know, have a sense of how much time's in the day, but when you do that and you don't really pay, you don't pay attention to the time other than just what experience you're in, I swear it like makes it feel that you have four to five times <laughs> the day that you you would normally. Because we did all this stuff and then we got home and I thought, wow, you know, I still still have tons of time here. And I feel like I've had so many really memorable and successful, fun moments. And yeah, I only just shared a few of them, of just a, a handful of them, but there were so many. So anyway, a number of things I wanted to highlight here that, you know, giving yourself space to follow your instincts and and trust just your your own adventure having an adventure day like that is a really great way just to get out and about and where you anywhere where you live it makes it makes it feel like you're in another country or that you're on holiday somewhere else like you've never been and i think that's a really special thing or at least i have found every time i try this that's how i feel so i would love to hear if any of you try this out and if you have a similar experience if not that's totally cool i just just curious i just want to hear how this kind of thing impacts you because as songwriters and i know there's all sorts of artists in here too like there's other authors and writers i man i got so many songwriting ideas i think about at least nine or ten different songwriting ideas from from taking in a day and and I know Julia Cameron in The Artist's Way talks about days like that as, as an artist date where you just go out and kind of refuel your, your artist tank. And that's a, a great way to do it. So if not only, yeah, if you're looking for some inspiration or just to shake things up and refresh yourself, try, try one of these days, like a, a follow your feet day. And if you really want to go for it and, and get your mind activated, see if you can do a full 24-hour no screen or screen-free day as well. That's all I got today. I think any combination or any of those things individually will, will lead to some kind of cool writing for yourself or at least some observation about how, how life is working for you right now or, or not. Who knows? If it doesn't do anything for you, you can fire me. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed that. I'm going to post a link to Seth's blog about inventing a holiday. So maybe if you get nothing else out of this podcast today, go take a look at that blog and think about that. If you could create your own holiday, what, what would it be and why? And for all the songwriters, is that something that maybe you could find something in to write a song about? All right, we'll catch you next time.